germs and germets welcome back this is glass speaking once again hey um we all know it's political season at this point it's everywhere you turn left and right there's a political ad being thrown at you uh, they say she says it says whatever right and I'm a political guy don't get me wrong uh, and the, and this uh, this whole show pretty much is going to be I'm trying to think of words here put to more or less convincing people who to vote for moral I guess in the realm of how we should be thinking to vote now regardless of who you vote for or whatever um, this is just to raise our consciousness like some our consciousness about exactly about how media uh, Politicians, you, you, I could go down the list and make this a 20-minute segment of who and what, but I'm not. Point is, use that third eye of yours and just wake up um, to what's going on and what we hear. So, as I said, whoever anyone votes for, it's not to convince anyone. It's just to say, or just to get us to be thinking, hey, just because someone will say, oh, I'm going to cut taxes, or I'm going to give you free education, free jobs, pay raises, whatever it may be. Keep, keep your mind open to what their hidden agenda might be. So I, th I think starting this program off with Operation Ivy take warning is a perfect example of what I'm trying to hit at so once again you are now tuning your eardrums into an interesting episode and I always say interesting so maybe I need to stop saying that but uh, exquisite episode of aesthetic sound waves thank you for tuning in Operation Ivy you can say the rest for me.
I'm not a machine. I'm not a machine. I'm not a machine. Won't work. I'm not a machine. 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 You know, back in the day, I've always been a person who likes words, whether it be um, wordplay or reading words, whatever. I like I like seeing things together. I like reading material and uh, things that get my mind going. So, whether it was, I guess, underground hip hop or or punk or something of the form, uh, I have a tendency to lean towards that. And punk happened to be a huge love of mine, and still is, but uh, back in the day, because I think I admired so much the, well, you know, I think most people are familiar now with the 80s punk and even up to the 90s where, you know, there's a lot of um, messages to it that I, don't, I think we don't hear now. I think everything is so washed over that our brains are being washed over, I guess. <laughs> um... So, with that said, the song right after Take Warning from Operation Ivy was Suicidal Tennessee's, better known amongst a lot of other people, ST. It's called uh, Hippie Killers. <laughs> but, um, well, let's see, the lie sticks out to me the most in that song, for reason uh, I gotta think about. But, uh, you're not... Uh, you're not educated, you're just regulated. I mean, you know, I don't even have to repeat it. There's a lot of stuff in that song, minus maybe the extra violent material. But the social theme sticks at that. Uh, I don't think I have to say any more. Um, after that, AFI Cult Status off uh, Very Proud of You. Album dates back to years ago, way before uh, I guess they started doing this emo stuff. I didn't know they were doing it until I came back to this country years later. But, uh, yeah, it's like the old school 90s punk stuff. So then we had uh, Minor Threat, Stepping Stone. Interesting line in that song. Um, he says, try to make your mark in society. There's a, there's a uh, graffiti film made back in the day called Style Wars. And uh, people in protest of the graffiti at the time in New York City would put up posters or were putting, well, yeah, in the subways, they were putting up posters and um, hanging up signs that said, make your mark in society, not on society. Well, I actually happened to agree with both of that. And I guess my threat's saying the other way, but in, but still, the, the message is being made. Uh, my threat, big, big influence when in my early early youth before I started losing hair so then after minor threat we moved on to black flag machine it's not a few words but hey it's Henry Rollins for you and uh, that says it all because well we aren't machines we're meant to well some of us are meant to be individuals but we I, th I believe that most people are their own individual in some form or shape at some point. But uh, we lose it in our adult years due to having to pay bills and 
have kids and you know life catches up with us so anyway I don't think I just but getting back to point of politics here um yeah we're definitely not machines for the machine even though it plays that way out so next I I uh I stray away from the subject next is uh I'm gonna be getting into some death metal here and uh the I'm gonna start off actually first with the Sepultura a group big influence when I was younger uh Max Cavalera just I I, I used to wish I could scream like him I mean his screaming voice and this guy was almost in his 40s at that point he's still wailing his lungs out anyway the title of that song is called Propaganda it's off of a Chaos AD, um, the album. I th- it, most people know that album. I don't have to go any further. So, without further ado, I've been talking long enough. Let's get into uh, Sepultura. Thank you. 
última, só a última. Fucking punk loser again. The American public is really remarkable, Abbott. Now, our company spends a million dollars a year telling people to use a little common sense. But they commit suicide anyway. They spend a thousand dollars for a painting, but they won't spend 50 cents to fix a rug on the stairway. Then their best friend steps on it, falls, and knocks his brains out. They'll take six hours to hang that same painting on the wall. But they won't take 60 seconds to move a bottle of iodine out of reach of the baby. Now, I hope I'm not shocking you, Mrs. Abbott. Oh, no, please go ahead, Mr. King. Now, we've done everything under the sun to try to educate the public. But they go right on, sticking their fingers in the light sockets, standing under trees during storms, and stepping on the soap in the bathtub. You know, when I get the casualty tables, I often think that maybe Freud was right about the death wish. Maybe we like dying. Mm. You'd think anyone but a congenital imbecile wouldn't light a match to look inside a gas tank. But a man in Sacramento tried it just yesterday. I just saw him at the morgue. Now we've got a new problem, and uh, that's why I'm here. Let it out, no. 
Okay, so after uh, Propaganda, uh, the next one after that was Soulfly's Ain't No Feeble Bastard. Uh, if you know of Soulfly, you know that Max Cavalera is also the lead singer of Soulfly, which uh, he created that band after he left Sepultura. Uh, I have no bias towards either. I actually love both. Um, and after that, uh, you can't make a show like this and not put in a Rage Against the Machine song. So I decided to insert Bulls on Parade. That's self-explanatory. I don't need to say any more, but watch out, people, because you never know who, whom you elect or who you vote for, whatever. Um, you got to watch out because that shit can get out of hand when it wants to. So, yeah. That's, I guess, my little deal there. So, um, anyway, this next artist uh, I am putting up is uh, Moral Technique. The title of the song is called The Poverty of Philosophy. Um, <laughs> Moral Technique's really funny. I don't always agree with everything he says. Uh, politically all the time, but there's about the other half of me that does. But I admire the guy because he's not afraid to say what he has to say. Um, he's just as real as the next person, I guess, you know. Uh, hey, you know, one of the beautiful things about this country, we can still express our opinion and not get in trouble for it. So, uh, yeah. Um, there are, all, uh, I think the reason why this song really strikes me because there are things that I think nip it in the bud, and particularly, uh, I think I'll state later, right after the sun, because I think they're definitely needed to be mentioned, especially this time of year and this time of event where, as I said, the political season's around, and, you know, we got a bunch of uh, mice in the Pied Piper right now, and uh, no one's thinking. Oh, there are a lot, but... Yeah, I don't, I thought, you know, the media is, you know what, yeah, cut it, let's just, I'll let it to Sante take over from here. Most of my Latino and black people who are struggling to get food, clothes, and shelter in the hood are so concerned with that, that philosophizing about freedom and socialist democracy is usually, unfortunately, beyond their rationale. They don't realize that America can't exist without separating them from their identity. Because if we had some sense of who we really are, there's no way in hell we'd allow this country to push its genocidal consensus on our homelands. This ignorance exists, but it can be destroyed. Niggas talk about change and working within the system to achieve that. The problem with always being a conformist is that when you try to change the system from within, it's not you who changes the system, it's the system that will eventually change you. There is usually nothing wrong with compromising a situation, but compromising yourself in a situation is another story completely. And I have seen this happen long enough in the few years that I've been alive to know that it's a serious problem. Latino America is a huge colony of countries whose presidents are cowards in the face of economic imperialism. You see, third world countries are rich places, abundant in resources, and many of these countries have the capacity to feed their starving people and the children we always see digging for food and trash on commercials. But plutocracies, in other words, a government run by the rich, such as this one, and traditionally oppressive European states, 
divorce the third world into buying overpriced unnecessary goods while exporting huge portions of their natural resources. I'm quite sure that people will look upon my attitude and sentiments and look for hypocrisy and hatred in my words. My revolution is born out of love for my people, not hatred for others. You see, most of Latinos are here because of the great inflation that was caused by American companies in Latin America. Aside from that, many are seeking a life away from the puppet democracies that were funded by the United States. Places like El Salvador, Guatemala, Peru, Colombia, Nicaragua, Ecuador, and República Dominicana. And not just Spanish-speaking countries either, but Haiti and Jamaica as well. As different as we have been taught to look at each other by colonial society, we are in the same struggle. And until we realize that, we'll be fighting for scraps from the table of a system that has kept us subservient instead of being self-determined. And that's why we have no control over when the embargo will stop in Cuba or when the bombs will stop dropping in Vieques. But you see, here in America, the attitude that is fed to us is that outside of America, there live lesser people. Fuck them, let them fend for themselves. No, fuck you. They are you. No matter how much you want to dye your hair blonde and put fake eyes in or follow an anorexic standard of beauty or no matter how many diamonds you buy from people who exploit your own brutally to get them, no matter what kind of car you drive or what kind of fancy clothes you put on, you will never be them. They're always going to look at you as nothing but a little monkey. I'd rather be proud of what I am rather than desperately try to be something I'm really not just to fit in. And whether we want to accept it or not, that's what this culture or lack of culture is feeding us. I want a better life for my family and for my children, but it doesn't have to be at the expense of millions of lives in my homeland. We're given the idea that if we didn't have these people to exploit, that America wouldn't be rich enough to let us have these little petty material things in our lives and basic standards of living. No, that's wrong. It's the business giants and the government officials who make all the real money. We have whatever they kick down to us. My enemy is not the average white man. It's not the kid down the block or the kids I see on the street. My enemy is the white man I don't see. The people in the White House, the corporate monopoly owners, fake liberal politicians, those are my enemies. The generals of the armies that are mostly conservative, those are the real motherfuckers that I need to bring it to. Not the poor, broke, country-ass soldier that's too stupid to know shit about the way things are set up. In fact, I have more in common with most working and middle-class white people than I do with most rich black and Latino people. As much as racism bleeds America, we need to understand that classism is the real issue. Many of us are in the same boat, and it's sinking, while these bougie motherfuckers ride on the luxury liner. And as long as we keep fighting over kicking people out of the little boat, we're all in. We're gonna miss an opportunity to gain a better standard of living as a whole. In other words, I don't want to escape the plantation. I want to come back, free all my people, hang the motherfucker that kept me there, and burn the house to the goddamn ground. I want to take over the encomienda and give it back to the people who work the land. You cannot change the past, but you can make the future. And anyone who tells you different is a fucking lethargic devil. I don't look at a few token Latinos and black people in the public eye as some type of achievement for my people as a whole. Most of those successful individuals are just sellouts and house negroes. But I don't consider brothers a sellout if they move out of the ghetto. Poverty has nothing to do with our people. It's not in our culture to be poor. That's only been the last 500 years of our history. Look at the last 2,000 years of our existence and what we brought to the world in terms of science, mathematics, agriculture, and forms of government. You know the idea of a confederation of provinces where one federal government controls the states? The Europeans who came to this country stole that idea from the Iroquois League. The idea of impeaching a ruler comes from an Aztec tradition. That's why Montezuma was stoned to death by his own people, because he represented the agenda of white Spaniards once he was captured, not the Aztec people who would become Mexicans. So in conclusion, I'm not going to vote for anybody just because they black or Latino. They have to truly represent the community and represent what's good for all of us proletariat. Porque si no, entonces te mando pa'l carajo, cabrón, gusano, hijo de puta. Seramos libres pronto. ¡Viva la revolución! ¡Viva la revolución! Two things that stand out in that song. And one basically, and I'm loosely restating them, but he says, the problem with people 
wanting to change the system is that it's not them that changes the system, but the system that changes them. I won't go into it, but that is really true. People start out, in, in other words, people start out with the intent to do right, but then they become corrupt like everyone else. And not everyone up at Capitol Hill and in the governmental system is like that, but for the most part, there's a decent amount of people that get lost in the, well, career politician side of what they're doing. So that's one. Second is, well, lost my train of thought here, is that he basically states he won't vote for someone just because they're Latino, they're black, whatever. Playing a card, in other words. And that stands true. Uh, recently, especially during this election, I have just heard about um, the uh, people trying to play a gender card now. And what they're doing is they're alienating and making another gender feel bad because they're not going to vote for that gender that's running. I think that's Ron. And I, w I don't care if it's race, religion, sex. I don't care what it is. Uh, you shouldn't do that to people because everyone has a right to vote how they feel and we shouldn't be forced just because we look that way or feel that way or whatever it might be so what I'm trying to say <laughs> is that don't be ignorant vote for someone just because if they like chocolate pudding fine if you want to vote for them but don't vote for them just because they only like chocolate pudding you know, they may be, who knows, mixing vanilla, dark vanilla in with that pudding. It may be chocolate, but it's actually not. <laughs> so, um, stuff you got to watch out for, people. Stuff you got to watch out for. Um, so, let's move on to the next one. Uh, and it is Israel Vibration. The title of it is called Systematical Fraud. I saw these guys, sheesh, how many years now? late 90s I want to say or mid 90s I don't even know anymore to be honest with you. it was up in Lake Tahoe um, good band I always have a good message to pass on uh, and from there I will speak to you in a few
weapons of war, and they surely went far. And it was like a slaughterhouse so long. What will they have to say on that day? Because we know them have been day. My people were your grave. So many, so many were slain. For the past, how long gone is you ever living in fear?
good enough. Rastafari is the first, yeah. Love rule the earth. Is like I don't come for tell them what a life really worth. Ah, uh, love wipe away all sorrow. Need for a better tomorrow. Lead the way and our children shall follow. No matter the road might narrow, yeah. Love wipe away all sorrow. Need for a better tomorrow. Lead the way and our children shall follow. No matter the road might narrow. Stop kill, stop war, stop rub. Blood where you defile from the time. So, the song right after uh, that Israel vibration is uh, actually, the, uh, most people know this song. Uh, harmonically, it's probably one of the most popular reggae songs that came from the Roots reggae era. Uh, th it's a song by Third World called 96 Degrees. But so many times it's taken, and I think it's um, the... the the point of the song is misconstrued because you know it's reggae and it's from Jamaica, so they, they you know they're beautifully singing ninety six degrees in the shade, and people take it as a summer hit. And I was you know like I've seen it when I was in the islands, and no one really listened to the lyrics, but which is the funny part because if you listen to these lyrics and and then you do a little bit of research, uh. The, and do a little bit of research on it there's an actual historical fact that makes the song even more interesting but even without knowing you can listen to this 
the words in the song and see that there's a lot to it. But um, it's, I know I've been doing it for years. But my whole point being is that there's a good message to this song. Um, if you feel like looking up the actual historical meaning of what they wrote this off of, what Third World did. Um, calming it down from the beginning of the show, uh, obviously. I'm switching gears a lot, but these are all songs I feel have a very uh, uh, pertinent meaning to what, where I'm going. Uh, after that, we did Sizzla, Better Tomorrow, because um, we got to make the world better for our kids, no matter what, or our grandchildren, or you know whatever it's going to be. Uh, and we just got to. Uh, it's our priority. Because we're all going to pass one day, and they're going to be the next generations to come up. And it's kind of scary some days. But I won't go that way, that way, at least for today. So, to finish this on a positive and more um, happy note, I guess, uh, or on a, a lighter note, I am going to... I, I, I was really hesitant to put this song in. I, I didn't want to look cliche because everyone pulls certain songs from this album. But I felt that this fitted well with um, the theme in general of what I'm doing today, which is scattered all over. But uh, as I said, you know, we've got to watch out for what's going on um, in and around us. And we got to, you know, pay attention because gonna have people in the suits lying to us all the time and we can't just take it for face value so our main goal is to achieve equality and and rights for others and for our own selves and that is why I feel like I had to put Bob Marley and the Whalers redemption song as last I'm a huge reggae fan so I could have flooded this whole show with reggae but I, I wanted to do a mix up of stuff uh, that's me anyway uh, I'm going to end the show with this so ladies and germs have a good day and I will see you next time and remember keep those eyes open and uh, you know listen because uh, we never know sometimes when we're hoodwinked because everyone's hoodwinked at some point in their life. So be conscious. That's all I'm asking. So this is Glass signing out. And I will be back with another episode to turn those gears in your brain of aesthetic sound waves next time we stroll on the beach. Good day. Ships. Minutes after they took I from the bottomless pit, but my hand was made strong by the end of the Almighty. We forward in this generation triumphantly. Won't you help to sing These songs of freedom Cause all I ever have Redemption songs Redemption songs Emancipate yourselves from mental slavery None but ourselves can free our minds have no fear for atomic energy Cause none of them can stop the time How long shall they kill our prophets While we stand aside and look Some say it's just a part of it We've got to fulfill the book Won't you help to sing
songs of freedom is all I ever have. Redemption songs, redemption songs, redemption songs. Emancipate yourselves from mental slavery. None but ourselves can free our mind. Oh, have no fear for atomic energy. Cause none of them can stop at the time. How long shall they kill our prophets? While we stand aside and look. Yes, some say it's just a part of it. We've got to fulfill the book. Won't you hear to sing these songs of freedom? Is all I ever had. Redemption songs, all I ever had. Redemption songs. Songs of freedom, songs of freedom. <laughs>